Did you know that within you is the most powerful force that has ever existed? The challenge is that we have forgotten who we really are. My mission is to awaken you to understand that what you believe on a subconscious level creates everything in your life and in the world. Energy, thoughts, feelings, patterns, all of it is created by our beliefs and our experiences can be positive or negative. Life doesn't just happen to or for you, it happens from you. Join me on the journey to discover what the eternal truth is within you that sets you free at the deepest level possible. It all starts now. Hello and welcome to the Truth Method Podcast. I am Claudette, your host, and today we are going to talk about how to shift anything in your life. I ask that you listen with an open mind. Some of the concepts that I'm going to be sharing at first, you may want to reject, say it's not true, push it away. I would just ask you to pause for that and really put your hand on your heart and go, is this really true? And sit with it because at first I'm literally shifting the cosmology of how you show up in the world. And this isn't always something that everyone wants to do right away, but eventually we will all do it. We can change any experience, anything, any reaction that someone has in our presence toward us. We can change it all. And you might say, Claudette, that's bold. How the heck do you think you're going to do that? I'm going to explain that to you. But I do ask that you open your mind and ask if this is possible. A quote I like to say is, I cause everything, and if I'm willing to assume this, I can change it. This is the path to freedom. Think about it this way. We have two choices. Everything is happening to us, or we might even grow to everything is happening for us. If it is happening to us, we are reactionary. It is happening for us. We are learning. We think it's a lesson. If it's happening from us, that makes it even more important to get truth about because we will keep experiencing that thing until whatever we believe, whatever the belief structure is in us and whatever universal truth we need, happens and occurs in us, in our soul. Because as we have a belief structure, we have to ask, is it lined up with what is true, universal truth, law, or not? If it's not lined up with that, then we're believing something that is false or a lie. When we believe things that are false or a lie, they take our power, they drain us, and they continue to create experiences in our life. Now, why does this happen? Well, we are all going through a process of individualization. Universal spirit created everything. There is an originating spirit, one power. I call it the eternal truth. The reason why I call it the eternal truth is the truth shall set you free. This isn't just your truth, my truth. I feel free in this moment. I'm talking about soul freedom, 
a very deep freedom. It is the freedom that many religions seek and they call salvation. This is what we're addressing today. We're addressing how to be free and how to feel empowered in any circumstance. And I'm so grateful for this. I do want to mention that this is Thanksgiving in the U.S. Tomorrow will be Thanksgiving. And I'm grateful and happy for everything to my U.S. listeners and my listeners around the world. Thank you for every download, every comment, every review. I really appreciate you. So let's get back to how we are the cause of everything. Everything is you. We have this diffused universality of the divine within us. Universal spirit splintered out and created us. But we would not exist without this essence remaining in us. We do have something else at play here, and it is in direct opposition to what I just said. We believe we are separate. We believe that we can do something and it won't affect another. We believe that we can have a thought and someone may not know, but they can pick it up and they do subconsciously. Why? We're all connected. We're all one. We're going to go over who do you think did it? Do you think it was you? Do you think it was the other person? Or do you think it was a joint creation? We're going to talk about how that works. We're going to ask for our memory to be returned to us so we can awaken and arise within into a higher conscious state of understanding. We're going to see what the truth is doing in our life in the main purpose of what is called redemption. We're also going to discuss light and dark and how you contain the creation within you, looking inward instead of outward. And then we're going to understand the single cause of the world is your own human imagination. This is a quote by Neville Goddard, and it was extremely powerful. So let's get going and let's figure out how we can step into a state of power and start creating really good things, stop blaming others, and really get to the work that will cause our soul to evolve. This work isn't for the faint of heart. So many of us are looking for a quick fix, and I even heard someone say last night, I guess I'm looking for the Happy Meal of my soul's growth. We just want someone to do something for us or to us. We want energy moved. We want someone to do a healing on us. We're not understanding that there is soul work we all have to do on ourselves. Because in the process of doing this work, we begin to awaken to who we really are. Awakening isn't just understanding that there is a higher consciousness, different dimensions. Awakening is awakening out of the limitation of the third dimensional world while still being in it. I want to say that again. Awakening is awakening out of the limitations of the third dimensional world while still being in it and understanding and connecting to in communion with the divinity, the spirit of God within you. Spirit defined is energy and motion. Spirit of God would be the energy and motion of the creation in you. 
That is what we're working with. And that is where we're going. Because this is the only true path to freedom. If we don't choose this path, we will still blame others. We will still be shifting our situation constantly based on all the changing aspects of the outer world. This can become exhausting and we have to keep pushing against the ego. And oh, as a matter of fact, I'm bringing the ego up because the ego rules over us and is a tyrant until it isn't. In the first stages of awakening, we're coming out of darkness and the ego is just controlling everything. We have exalted it to be like a God for us and to control us. And we even listen to the ego more than we do our intuition. Why do we do this? Because we were in the individualization program. So who do you think does things to you? She did it. He did it. It's his fault. Or I can't stand it when they do that. Or they make me feel this way, that way, right? These are all words that we have said. But as I've encountered relationships and people, I've learned there's one thing I have to do always. If I'm in a relationship with someone and it doesn't go well, I'm not going to blame them anymore. I'm actually going to look at myself and start to ask truth. What do I believe that helped to create this? You see, we are transmitters and receivers. Our thought waves, our energy and power going out and coming back. And someone actually will respond to you in resonance and in frequency to who you are being in the world. And this is true because if if it weren't, you could go up to a Starbucks lady and she would be the same for everybody. Let's say she has a general notion that she's a nice person. But has she been nice every single second of the day? No, that's impossible. There might be one customer that doesn't think she's nice because they caught her at a moment where she was triggered or something happened. But why was it that particular customer? You may think that it's a random thing, but when we dig deeper, there's probably a belief in that customer that was in resonance with the anger or frustration in the Starbucks person, right? When they're serving and now a thought wave goes out, a transmitter, a receiver, and the person going through the drive-through may go, she's a bitch. Where the person just before them thinks she's an angel. And so everything is fluid and flowing in consistently inconsistent. But if we pull back the curtain, it's all one beautiful mathematical program. Nothing is random. Nothing. Everything is calculated based on our belief systems. And belief systems are just the first level of this, but it's important to get to that first. And then once we shift our beliefs and we start to understand the divine within us and what universal law and truth is, truth will rise in our consciousness and our whole experience will shift. Lifetime after lifetime, we carry all the beliefs and BS into the next lifetime. Think about it. If we were rejected two lifetimes ago, well, rejection is still coming forward into our experience 
in this lifetime, especially if we have a belief in it, we believe rejection to be powerful, or we have a fear of it. Whatever you fear becomes more powerful because your awareness at a subconscious level supporting that fear is very strong. And so if I have a fear of rejection, I will cause someone who is in resonance with that to come into my presence and reject me. Why? I am a creator. And whatever I feel at that subconscious level, deep within my feelings, even if my thoughts are different, and this is where I want to distinguish thoughts create things, but you can think something or know you should think something or feel different after learning something. Like I can learn a concept of growth and go, wow, that's incredible. But until I have immersed that into my subconscious and my subconscious is in agreement with it, well, it's useless. It's only mindset. We're going to talk about that on another podcast, but mindset only isn't everything. It's the beginning. It's the first step. So it is important because you have to kind of know where you're going before you get there, right? But it's not the complete work. Your subconscious and consciousness have to be in union to be able to make a great change in your life. And so when I encounter someone that has a frequency of rejection, if I have a fear of rejection, now we have a creation of rejection. My fear goes out in a wavelength to them, resonates with them, triggers the belief in them, and they will actually reject me. This is something that I've experienced over and over in my life until I removed it, right? And when I removed it, I knew I could no longer blame anyone in my past that had rejected me, saying they were cruel, they were mean to me. Here's another thing that will clear up some questions on why bad things happen to children. Some of us believe that we live multiple lifetimes and some of us don't. There are certain religions, one of them being Christian, that says, no, you just live once. And this comes from a saying, it's appointed unto man once to die. This is a scriptural teaching in the Bible. But the death that is referenced here is actually a deep sleep. It's like a forgetting in the soul. It isn't a physical death of the body. And it is appointed unto us once to die. That is when we actually come from universal spirit out of the oneness to individualize, completely forgetting who we are. That is the death. And this is referenced in the Old Testament. It is a deep sleep and forgetting of the soul. So after much research, I came to the conclusion that we get many chances. And thank goodness for that. Because otherwise, one lifetime and done, it that seems very cruel. Our soul is spending lifetime after lifetime evolving. And there are some questions that we ask. You know, why do bad things happen to kids? Well, how many lifetimes have they lived? And what beliefs are they bringing into this one? Think about it. Everything is resonance. 
And this is why all types of terrible things will happen to a child. And when we start thinking, oh, but a child is innocent, we still can't deny the very power of creation in that child in resonance and thought wave transmission. We can't deny that. I'm not going to get into any conversations about arguing whether reincarnation takes place or not. I believe that we are born over and over. I don't necessarily believe in all the reincarnation teachings. And it doesn't really matter anyway. And I'll tell you why. Because what is going to happen will happen regardless of whether you believe it to happen or not. If you come back lifetime after lifetime, you will. If you don't, you won't. But this little one and done thing, as I mentioned before, seems very cruel because does everyone awaken in a lifetime? Or do you think they're just going to be punished eternally? This is an ego structure belief. The ego loves suffering and punishment. So anytime you see suffering and punishment, understand that that is in limitation and it is from a third dimensional belief system that requires suffering and punishment because it participates in the ego who considers itself not to be worthy, not enough, and not deserving of the love of God. While reading that you create everything, you may be tempted to get upset. I used to because I wanted to blame something outside of myself. But then I began to think to myself, wow, if I create everything, then that places the power back into my hands to shift my experience. And this is a beautiful thing because as storms arise, fear will rise. We cry out because fear strikes us, yet the power in you has the ability to calm the storm that you are experiencing. There is a beautiful story, and I, you know, I go with a lot of religious teachings, ancient teachings, because I want to seek the truth and pull it out of it. Because when we read something that is true, it actually resonates with our spirit. So in the Bible, there's this teaching about Jesus, the master, being on a ship and he's asleep and the ship is out to sea and his disciples, there were 12 of them, are on the ship and a storm comes up and it is absolutely terrible. I mean, it's about to take the ship down and they're screaming, they're getting the water out of the boat. They're like, how can he sleep through this? And then finally they go and wake him up and say, master, master, awaken, right? And, the, and Jesus just gets up and says, peace be still. And all of a sudden, everything is calm. Well, as I discovered, you can either take the Bible literally or you can take it allegorically. And so if we move on to the deeper meaning behind the story, what this means is as divinity sleeps in you, the storms will rage, things are happening to you, you're shaken to your core, you think you're going down. But the minute you allow divinity to awaken in you, you can look at everything and say, peace, be still. And it just stops. This is true power. This is who we are. And this is what will allow us to stop blaming everyone else and turn inward and go, what do I believe 
that created this or allowed it. Ask for the memory of who you really are to awaken and rise within you to abide in your consciousness at a state that you can recall it, you know it. It's not just in your subconscious buried deep within you. The diffused universal power of creation is in you. It is as if we have a governor to control our speed on a really fast car. Because if you think about it this way, we're all made up of atoms. And what happens when you split an atom? It's a nuclear bomb. How many atoms do you have? 6.8 octillion? You are an energy center walking around. And so how can we tap into that energy and learn how to do it in a controlled way to where it's not dangerous? The practice of the truth. That is how. There have been those who seek power before they find the truth, and that doesn't always end well. Because if we don't have the truth in us, we're still operating in ego. Ego is pretty selfish, greedy, and destructive. But when we're seeking truth and allowing it to rise in our consciousness, now we are established in our power. And this is when we will become unshakable to everything from the outer world. This is also the mystery of my kingdom is not of this world. This is something that Jesus the Christ said. Now understand that the title Christ is anointed by God. It is a title. So we all become Christed as we move through this journey and we grow in consciousness and allow the truth to rise. But no one perishes permanently. That goes against the nature of creation and the life principle. If we're attached to any idea that people should be punished or are eternally punished, do this first. Begin to research the origin of such teachings. I researched them and found out that this was a principle that was taught in a pagan religion over 11,000 years ago. <laughs> when I began to understand that, I went, what are we, what am I believing? Why am I embracing doom for myself or others when universal spirit is life? It says that we have power of life and death within us and in our tongue. Choose life, speak life. Let's shift what we're doing, what we're saying, because we are the operant power of our experience. Why would the one power take 80% of creation and destroy it? It just wouldn't be so because we are actually part of universal spirit and universal spirit is ever evolving and expanding. We just believe we are separate. The individualization program is so effective and we are so good at forgetting so that we can come and do this and form a personality and live lifetime after lifetime in training to be like God. That is who we really are. It is so good that we totally think we are separate and consider everything separate, but we're not. And this is why it says, whatever you do unto another, you have done to yourself. Why? We're one. The golden rule, treat others as you would yourself. That's something that everybody can accept, but why? It's because creation is in you and we are one. 
Everything is in resonance. And quantum physics has been talking about, there's something on Instagram going around right now, and I'm like, yes, that. It says that someone uttering a word from their voice box can be carried immediately, immediately to a molecule in a star that will move when that utterance happens. This is quantum entanglement. This is the oneness. And that star could be at the other side of the universe. But if it is in resonance with what was said, it is moved in the same manner that your voice box was moved. And that molecule reacts in the same manner. Is it any wonder, because we don't have this understanding of the power within us, we don't have the understanding that we actually create good and evil within us. Is it any wonder that our unconscious creations are creating havoc in the world? They are. So the truth is seeking to redeem all through loving instruction that happens experientially in your being. See, I've had a lot of people go, you know, I'm not sure the truth thing is for me. Well, that's because it's a lack of understanding. Maybe I didn't explain it properly, but this is the divine plan in you. If it's not for you today, it will be for you tomorrow. I didn't create the plan. I just work for the truth, okay? So the plan is above my pay grade, right? But this is the awakening. It's not about my method or me coaching you into being healed. This is about me sharing with you universal law, creating understanding, and getting you to the point that you can experience it for yourself. And you won't even need me after that. That's what this is about. This is about the journey of the evolution of separating from the ego, understanding it, taming it. You can put it in a corner. Eventually, everything will be love. That's the evolution of it. But for now, you have to conquer it. You have to actually take the ego and say no more. You don't rule over me. This is what it means to be reborn. Only through creation can we awaken. The storm comes within us and we fight against evil and others and we create a shadow world. And there's a lot of talk about the shadow and you know how we walk through it. But even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. We become splintered and wounded in our mind, yet all things are healed and we become one and seek the truth. All conditions that we experience in the earth realm will be healed eventually. There is no other power. There's only one. Yet the light and the dark are in this power because we were given free will for a time. Although when we are in darkness, we don't even have free will. We're literally reacting based on the beliefs that came into us for the programming of individualization. We like to be a rebel and say we have free will, But haven't you done things that you didn't want to do and you don't know why you can't stop them? When you're making a transition to growth or awakening, doesn't this happen often? And then you become frustrated. I have. That is not free will. 
that is acting based on the resonance of the belief and programming within you. This is why we need the divine power of the truth to set us free, because it goes in at a very deep level to show us what is in us that we didn't even know we had. The whole divine plan is meant for us to partner with God for our freedom. Until we do that, we don't get completely free. And that's just what it is. But the partnering with God is not about joining a religion. It is an internal journey that happens in your soul. At first, we are unconscious about our life experiences and we create all types of enemies and evils and we're attacked and we think it is random. If you accept this, then you're only operating in third dimension. But if you move to fourth, and fourth dimension is where we tame our ego, if we're willing to be brave enough to tame our ego and begin to believe in the voice and guidance of God within versus the ego, which we trust in explicitly until we don't, because we think it is who we are, and it isn't. It is part of a tool that is used to individualize us. You contain creation within you. You are, I am. I am as one. I am that I am. I am is the name of creation. There is only one. So we turn inward and we enter into the fourth dimension that transcends all things on earth and has the power to call something that is not as though it were. It has the very power of creation to shift something. Looking inward instead of outward, there is no she, he, or they that are the cause of anything. We start to understand that everybody is beautiful feedback. If we really get this principle, which it took me a couple years to understand, then I blame no one. I'm like, thank you for showing me something that is in my soul that needs truth. Oh, my experience with you was unpleasant. Thank you for showing that to me. Thank you for giving me feedback because I know I am the operant power. I went from being sucked into the spin and being emotionally drained to starting to get excited about it. Something would come up, show up. It might hurt me. I've experienced rejection from friends, that people that I thought were friends. And while I was going through a big spiritual shift, right? Thank you for showing me. At first I was really hurt and then truth reminded me. They only fulfilled the creations that were in you. Change the perception of who you are. They will either come back into your life or they won't, but everything is resonance and it's okay. We are all one and they were serving you to show you what it was in you. And at the same time, you were serving them to show them what was in them. We've all agreed to fulfill each other's creations. And this, when we take this approach and when we understand this, no one has the power to take our peace and no one has the power to upset us. If we get upset at what somebody says, we have a belief that is in resonance with it. It is that simple. When we start to always turn inward first, it's kind of like someone could be acting really cruel to us. And we say, hold on, 
as long as it's not a physical thing and you're in danger, you can say, hold on. And then we begin to turn inward. So first we learn to pause, right? It's the power of pausing. When I train myself to pause, and that takes a minute to do also, because my ego doesn't want to pause for anything, then I can turn inward and start to get the wisdom and knowledge that is from within me rising up from my God consciousness. When I do this, I begin to see everything differently. I don't ignore what is happening outward. I observe it. I don't separate from the emotion like a stoic. I actually go right down through the middle of it. I own it and I'm okay with what I'm feeling at the moment. And I seek the truth. And this is how we make a transition. Because the greatest wisdom is contained within you in the one power that created you. We stop looking at what happens on the outside and blaming everything else. We turn inward and create what we desire to see and manifest outside of ourselves. Whatever is wrong in another is only reflecting something that is in you. If we can actually accept this, we can begin to rise into a power, wisdom, knowledge, love, and understanding that transcends the third dimensional reality. What has happened with me as I do this practice is I have a profound love for everyone and where they are at. Literally, I feel almost indestructible. I feel like whatever someone does, I can handle because I have the power of God within me to handle it. And I've experienced that. I also have seen people shift right in front of me with their actions and reactions as I am getting truth real time in the moment. This is the most powerful thing. I've had people that I coach in truth sessions that were in relationships where they were ready to break up. They were ready to call it quits. And we started seeing things for what they really were and working on the person and everything began to shift in the relationship. I hear often, this is no joke. This stuff really works. I know it are, it works in alignment with how creation is unfolding consistently in the world. The single cause of the world is our own human imagination. We call for help to the source within us who awakens us out of the third dimensional limitations. Our higher self as one with truth speaks to the storm and calms it immediately. This only happens with the truth. By causation and looking outwardly, we create devils in darkness. We make people out to be the bad ones or the narcissist or whatever. Let's stop doing that. And if we understand that we are the creators of all things, we have the key to unlock our own chains and join in the oneness of the true power, not the vain creations that drain our energy. We can begin to see through the eye of God and have understanding. So this is the process of truth. It builds an understanding to where we can see the whole world differently, right? And we begin to have a higher vision of things. And we know that we are one. 
Everything you see in the world, the events, the day-to-day, is us pushed out. Upset with politics? What do you believe? Upset that there are wars and more wars, rumors of wars, poverty? What do we believe as a society? Think of all the fear and anxiety that people exist with. How does that reflect out into the world and what does that cause? It causes things to come into reality that are in resonance with that deep fear. If we have a fear of death, death starts to show up in our experience, right? This is why we have to turn inward first. And once we do this, we understand that the Creator dwells deep within our being. The full power is in us. We just have a governor on it for right now. Otherwise, it would be like giving a two-year-old a nuclear bomb. And no thank you. We begin to awaken and be reborn. And we perceive the things that are eternal versus only perceiving the five sense consciousness. All of creation is in you and rises from you. And when this happens, you do too. What is the rising? Having consciousness build in your truth to where you have this understanding. This will begin to correct all disharmony in your life. It brings order. And then what happens are signs and wonders. As we get out of the way and the infinite intelligence begins to work within us, things will just The world will shift and your whole experience in it will begin to correct itself. But it isn't immediate. And this is where some people give up, right? I am here to tell you, don't give up on this journey because eventually you'll have to come to it again. I got healed from stage four cancer and then didn't ask for truth for another five years. I thought I was fine, but I wasn't. So I had to come back around to truth. And then I began to have the awareness and understanding that this is how I grow and evolve. And it is my main focus. It was the only path to my freedom because you shall know the truth and it sets you free. Above all else, I desire freedom and I know you do too. So I'm going to ask the truth to do something. Place your hand on your heart. And say, awaken me to understanding the third and fourth dimensional realities. Awaken the deep knowing in me of who I really am. The mystery that is revealed before us. Awaken the knowing of creation. And give us a check in our heart when we blame anyone or anything for what we are experiencing. Because your destiny unfolds before you and no condition in the outer world can stop it. The door to your destiny is nailed open when you begin to trust in the divine within you. And you understand that you are the operant power and everything comes from you. So let's get to shifting it and start to experiencing really fun and positive things. I love you and happy Thanksgiving to my U.S. listeners and I'm grateful to all of my listeners in the world. Thanks for listening to the Truth Method Podcast. If you liked what you heard, 
please rate, review, and share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe to get notifications for new episodes. Check out my YouTube channel where you have access to podcasts and other videos. I welcome your feedback and we are always here for you. Reach out to me directly through truthmethod.com 